Today is the second Sunday after Easter. The epistle for today's Mass is taken from the first epistle of St. Peter, chapter 2. Dearly beloved, Christ suffered for us, leaving you an example that you should follow his steps. Who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth. Who, when he was reviled, did not revile. When he suffered, he threatened not but delivered himself to him that judged him unjustly, who his own self bore our sins in his body upon the tree, that we being dead to sins should live in justice, by whose stripes you were healed. For you were as sheep going astray, but you are now converted to the shepherd and bishop of your souls. And the Holy Gospel is taken from the Gospel of St. John, chapter 10. At that time, Jesus said to the Pharisees, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for his sheep. But the hireling and he that is not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the the wolf coming, and leaveth the sheep and flieth. And the wolf catcheth and scattereth the sheep, and the hireling flieth, because he is a hireling and hath no care for the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know mine, and mine know me. As the Father knoweth me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for my sheep. And other sheep I have that are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Thus far are the words of today's Holy Gospel. Obtain for us, Joseph, grace to lead an innocent life, and may our life ever be shielded by thy patronage. Words taken from the Mass of the Solemnity of St. Joseph. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. In western France stands one of the most unique shrines in honor of St. Joseph, and it is called St. Joseph in the Oak. And as the name implies, the shrine is a giant oak tree, over 20 yards in circumference. And in this tree, there is a large hole in which is placed a statue of St. Joseph. Over the years, thousands of pilgrims from all over France and Belgium have visited this shrine to beg favors of St. Joseph. And their confidence and trust in his power has been rewarded by many wondrous miracles. And one of these miracles occurred in the winter of 1858. It was in a town near the shrine that a seven-year-old boy went out to cut firewood with a family servant. And while the servant was preparing everything, the boy seized the sharp axe that was lying on the ground. He raised the axe to swing it, but it was large and heavy, and he was too weak to wield it properly. The axe fell across his left hand so that his thumb and forefinger were cut off. The child was immediately brought back to his mother. When she saw him covered with blood, holding his mutilated fingers, 
the poor mother cried out, Holy Saint Joseph in the oak, if you do not heal my child, he will be maimed for life. Now the doctor was quickly called, but he told the mother that the two fingers would never heal. There was nothing that he could do. And even if the fingers did heal, the boy would never be able to use them. Nevertheless, at the pleas of the mother, the doctor agreed to bind up and properly arrange the severed fingers. Although the situation seemed hopeless, the mother's confidence in St. Joseph never wavered. Every day she went to the shrine of St. Joseph in the Oak to pray for her son. Kneeling before the statue, the mother begged the saint to intercede on behalf of her child. And several days later, the doctor removed the bandages to examine the boy's hand. And to his amazement, both fingers had begun to heal. The skin, the muscles, and the veins were joining together. As the days passed, the fingers healed more and more. And although the scar from the wound would always remain, the boy was soon able to move his fingers as if there had never been an accident. Now, my dear friends, as this mother and her son found, we have a powerful protector and a friend in St. Joseph. And that is why the church celebrates the feast of the Solemnity of St. Joseph each year on the third Wednesday after Easter. By this feast, the church wishes to remind us that St. Joseph is the patron saint of every Christian. He is the patron of the universal church, but he is also the patron of each Catholic in particular. And thus the church prays in the mass for this feast, obtain for us Joseph, the grace to lead an innocent life, and may our life be ever shielded by thy patronage. Now a certain priest tells us that a patron is one who has power and influence and who will use this power and influence to help others. In other words, if you want something, a patron is the one who will get it for you. And St. Joseph is just such a patron for us, for he is waiting in heaven to help us with whatever we need. Aside from our Lord and his Blessed Mother, no one has a higher place in heaven than St. Joseph for he was called upon by God to perform a most important task, and he fulfilled this task perfectly. He was the foster father of the Son of God. He was the spouse of the Blessed Virgin Mary, and he was the protector of the Holy Family. It was, of course, St. Joseph who brought Our Lady to Bethlehem that first Christmas night. He wandered up and down the dark streets, looking for a place for the Savior to be born. When all else failed, he brought Mary to that little stable. And we can imagine that St. Joseph did whatever he could to make the poor stable as comfortable as possible for Our Lady and the infant Jesus. 
He arranged the straw in the manger, lit a fire, and covered the cracks in the wall to keep out the night air. He did whatever he could for the Blessed Mother. But it was not long after that the Holy Family was forced to flee into the far-off country of Egypt. King Herod had heard of the birth of the king, and he was doing all in his power to destroy the child. And so St. Joseph rose in the middle of the night and undertook the long and perilous journey to Egypt while protecting the mother and her child. When the threat from Herod had ended, he brought Jesus and Mary back to, to Palestine, and there they settled in the town of Nazareth. And then St. Joseph labored as a carpenter, using his meager earnings to support the Holy Family. One Jesuit priest describes the life of St. Joseph in this way. He says, as foster father, St. Joseph received the sublime mission to provide for all the temporal wants of the Son of God. It was he who prepared his poor cradle in Bethlehem, who procured for the tender infant and his mother all that they required. Continuing, he says, it was St. Joseph who withdrew them from the fury of Herod and softened for them the discomforts of the long journey. In Nazareth, he continued to labor for them by the sweat of his brow, providing them with shelter, food, and clothing. And my dear friends, St. Joseph, our patron, continues in heaven to do the same for us. Just as he loved our Lord and his Blessed Mother and provided for all their needs, so also does he have a personal love for each one of us and a care for all of our needs. And like the Holy Family, we need his help. Like the Holy Family in Bethlehem, you may be struggling to make ends meet, never sure where the money will come from to pay the bills or to provide the necessities of life for your family. Like the Holy Family fleeing into Egypt, you may be flying from an enemy far more dangerous than Herod. Temptations and the occasions of sin chase after you, seeking to drag you into sin and to cause the eternal death of your soul. Or like the Holy Family in Nazareth, you may have difficulty bearing the crosses, the problems, and the drudgery of everyday life. But no matter what the difficulty is, you have someone who is ready to help. You have a patron who has already faced all the difficulties and the trials of life and who knows how to overcome them. When that desperate mother saw her child's hand bloody and mutilated, her first thought was to turn to St. Joseph. She had confidence in his intercession. She never gave up hope that he would assist her. She knew that St. Joseph was ready and able to help her. And her confidence and trust was rewarded with the miraculous cure of her son. Like her, when you are faced with any difficulty, 
go to St. Joseph. Go to him right away. He knows what to do, and he will help you. Use a short aspiration such as, St. Joseph, help me, or the names of the Holy Family, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Make prayer to St. Joseph a regular part of your life. The Church especially dedicates each Wednesday in honor of the head of the Holy Family. Each Wednesday, then, offer some prayers in honor of this great patron. For example, say an Our Father or a Hail Mary, or offer your daily rosary on Wednesday in his honor. For St. Joseph is the patron and the protector of all who invoke him. As St. Teresa of Avila tells us, we should honor all the saints, but have a special devotion to St. Joseph. For the other saints have power to obtain for us certain graces, but St. Joseph's power of intercession is limitless. When you are in need then, go to St. Joseph, and you will surely find that he is ready to aid you. May God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.